Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Thursday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Hello, how are you? I'm doing quite well. Excellent. What do we have for stories today? Oh, we've got plenty of stories today. Should we start with uh, what today is? That's right. Today, well, it would well, have been yesterday. It's actually yesterday. Yeah, Wednesday. Uh, hope everyone had an enjoyable National Polka Dot Day. I like the way you say that. Polka? Polka. Well, a lot of people say polka. I do too. But it's polka. Yeah, it is polka, but it sounds better when you say polka dot. Well, I like polka. Okay. It's polka dot day. Um, <laughs> and to celebrate, Disney, of course, wanted to highlight the fact that this is Minnie Mouse's year for style, and there are tons of, uh, there is tons of Mickey, uh, sorry, Minnie merchandise that you can purchase. Uh, she's really coming into her own this year. Uh, they have the the monthly um, monthly style based on some of the attractions uh, from across uh, the parks. Is that what like an Amazon thing or no? That's the one that? that you can buy and shop Disney. the 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 Amazon one is the Mickey plush oh, that's okay. coming out monthly. Gotcha. Uh, but this new one, which actually I believe debuted today, was um, is based on Spaceship Earth. So okay. not a lot. Uh, not yeah, Spaceship Earth. So not a lot of polka dots on Spaceship Earth. No, a lot of triangles. Um, and then you mentioned that um, I didn't know this that Minnie Mouse on the cruise line has actually stepped up a little bit too. That's right. She's uh, now Captain Minnie. That's cute. Yeah. Considering I don't think there's any been any female captains of Disney ships. No. I think it's kind of cool that Minnie's made her way up there. That is true, and she's now wearing, I believe, pants because previously she'd only been seen in her little jaunty uh, sailing skirt. Nice. Um, so yeah, uh, polka dot uh, polka dot day. Uh, put this on the calendar for next year. We should. Uh, have a big lead up for it. Dress and head to toe polka dots. Yeah, and not just talk about it after the fact. Right. So we hope everybody had fun and uh, had lots of polka dots in their day. Or even knew about it. Right. Well, um, they do. <laughs> Adventures by Disney has announced their 2021 river cruises. That's right. Adventures by Disney, if you don't know, is a, uh, I want to say boutique tour uh, offering from the Walt Disney Travel Company uh, that takes small travel groups um, on guided tours across the globe, uh, every continent except Antarctica, I, I believe. And uh, they pair Disney guides with local guides uh, and, and have experiences that, that most normal people can't do. Uh, some of those experiences, experiences that they have announced for 2021 include river cruises along four rivers in Europe. And those rivers are the Danube, the Rhine, the Rhone, and the Seine. Um, yeah, so those are available for booking now. They're available for booking. Uh, they are going to be for 2021. There is also an early booking discount. Um, they are very, very, very pricey. If you've ever looked at Disney Cruise Line, uh, some of this Adventures by Disney stuff uh, makes it look like uh, makes the cruise line look like chump change. Um, but river cruises on their own are just very expensive. And, yes. and Disney's Adventures by Disney does not run the river cruises on Disney ships. Right. These are on They partner with other agencies. Exactly. So they are they are taking what is already an expensive river cruise and then adding additional experiences to that. So, you know, you're definitely getting a lot, but it is very expensive. Yes. All right. All right. Um due to some Cultural changes. It seems that Psy and Am were removed from Disney's from the Disney Cats pin trading set. Um, who are they? Who are Psy and Am? All right. So Psy and Am uh, are from the movie Lady and the Tramp, 
and they are two Siamese cats. Um, and they were named after, so Siam was the original name of, of Thailand, uh, which Siamese cats are, came from Thailand. Okay. Uh, so Siam were from 1955's Lady and the Tramp, uh, and they were troublemakers. They were uh, they were the evil cats because mm-hmm. you know every every hero's got to have the evil version, um, and because of outdated depiction uh, cultural depictions of Asian stereotypes, they have been removed from the pin set uh, Disney trading pins that have been in existence since 2015. Uh, so this was a set that included, uh, let's see, it included Lucifer from Cinderella, Marie from the Aristocats, Cheshire Cat from Alice in Wonderland, Figaro from Pinocchio. And Oliver from Oliver and Company. Um, so they have uh, been replaced with Rufus from the Rescuers. So if you have one of these old, what are now uh, collector's edition pin sets uh, from 1915 through 2020. 1915? Did I say 1915? Woo! 2015. Going back. Oh, I'm an old man. <laughs> uh, I remember the 1900s. Uh, if you have one of these pin sets, it is now a collector's item and will probably fetch you some decent money on eBay. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Uh, a whole bunch of construction wall work going up, going down. So over at, um, over in Disneyland. Yes. It looks like Haunted Mansion's first on that list. Yes, Haunted Mansion. Um, they have put up construction walls and vintage art uh, related to the Haunted Mansion itself. Uh, around the Haunted Mansion. It is down for a two-month refurb. Wow. Um, which, you know, it, it goes down for a month usually when they uh, tran- uh, turn it over into Nightmare Before Christmas. Right, but how long does it take to undo that? Does it close for another month on uh, the it, back it's, end of it? It's usually a, a week or two. It, it's I mean, this long. is a lot. That's, that It wouldn't be such a big deal if they didn't close already, you know, in the fall. To do the Nightmare Before Christmas changeover. Right. right. I mean, they do that for, well, a month they're closed. Mm-hmm. And then now again for two months. It's right. like, it hasn't been open that much. Well, they are, not only are they removing the Haunted Mansion holiday theme, uh, they're doing new paint and trim around the exterior, enhanced lighting and mechanical work, which include lighted steel panels in the attraction itself. Uh, there's not going to be any changes made to the ride. Um, but... Uh, I think the interesting thing about this, like I said, is they put out some concept art related to the development of the attraction back in the 60s. And they've even got a sign, a replica sign that was posted outside the Haunted Mansion prior to its opening in 1969. Um, So it's pretty cool. Fun. Are they doing anything fun like that at Snow White's uh, Scary Adventures where they have – that's been closed for a little while now. Looks like they changed some scrim. Well, yes, they are. That is a a months-long refurbishment. I believe it's supposed to be down until uh, late May. Uh, They have uh, once again added uh, artwork inspired by Snow White and the Seven Dwarves to the construction wall. So, uh, you know, the nice thing is these construction walls are very much themed – uh, like the areas that they're being worked on. So this construction wall looks like it's part of, you know, like a cottage wall. Yeah, not quite or, such or an fencing. eyesore. Right. It's not just the, you know, black construction walls that you usually see. And they've got some nice artwork on there. So uh, that is down. And then, of course, once you get above that, you know, seven or eight foot height of the wall, there is construction scrim. Right. Uh, which is just, you know, looks like burlap covering the uh, exterior of the building. Which isn't so great. I mean, some of the scrims in the past in, like, Disney World, the whole scrim all the way up has been... Has been printed. ...themed, which is very nice, but this isn't quite that. Nope, but what are they doing over here? You know, we told you what they were doing in the Haunted Mansion. Uh, Here in uh, 
uh, Snow White. They are upgrading the technology with new music, a new sound system, some new LED black lighting, laser projections, and a new animation system. And then, of course, they're adding a new scene where Cinderella wakes her up from her sleep and reunites with the animals of the forest, as opposed to the man who just kissed her while she was sleeping to wake her up. Right. Um, and then King Arthur's Carousel is also getting some refurbishment. Yeah, there are. If you're a construction wall provider in Southern California, you're all set in Disneyland for this <laughs> summer. Uh, but yes, they have put up construction walls, construction walls around King Arthur's Carousel. Um, and that is going to be down until May 21st uh, is, is the scheduled last day of the refurbishment. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's just covered uh, lots. There, well, there's not lots to do in Fantasyland yeah, these days. Yeah, I mean, days. if I was going to be there for Easter, we were there for Easter last year. I'm not sure I would want to be there for Easter this year, although at least the castle's uncovered. Right. Last year we missed the castle. So there's always something being always. worked on. You can never hit it all just right. I think the funny thing about King Arthur Carousel is uh, the construction wall goes right up to the edge of the sword and the stone. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, everybody, that big rumor last week when the, the kid uh, broke the sword off in the, in the stone was that, uh, you know, that was preparation for the refurbishment and that's right. why it was out. But no, the uh, the sword is still there. Okay. And I did say sword. Sword. And then there's also something going on at Disney's California Adventure as far as refurbs go, um, which is sort of surprising that this one is getting a refurb because it really was just built. And which it actually opened last uh, April, right? Uh, like two days before we got there. Right. And that so, is yeah. a Jesse's Critter Carousel on Pixar Pier mm-hmm. is going down for a short uh, two-week refurbishment from, let's see, what are the dates here? February 24th through March 4th. So that'll probably just be, uh, you know, some cleaning, some painting. Yeah. Just real housekeeping type stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, a new Disney Plus trailer was released for Star Wars The Clone Wars. It looks like they're um, putting together a season seven. They are. And that uh, animated show is going to debut on February 21st on Disney Plus. All right. That is the final season. And at the Grand Floridian, Citrico's um, is closed now to have a refurbishment. They're going to turn it into Victoria and Albert's Bistro. Um, is it closed yet? Uh, you know, I actually no, maybe not. May to sept- May, May and through in, May through the, the summer. summer. Yeah, construction is expected to begin in May and last through summer. Now, summer, of course, lasts through October. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the last weekend of summer? September. June, July, August, September is the last last, uh, week of summer. Um, Yeah, uh, you know, uh, Bob Chapek did not like the design of the Grand Floridian, and he's the reason that everything is being gutted, and they're bringing in the Enchanted Rose and redoing the restaurant and redoing the lobby and uh, just trying to to snazz it up a bit. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I never – I've heard Citricose is very good. I've never been there. I guess I won't get to go. Um, Oh, maybe in April. Maybe. When Isabel and I went down, we went down a day before Tony and Lily got down there. Um, and we decided to choose a nicer restaurant to have dinner at because Tony's not much of a uh, upscale dining kind of guy. And neither Lily does not. She doesn't sit still no. well through no. through meals and she doesn't like any of the food. So it was a good opportunity for Isabel and I to go do something like that. And we decided on um, the California Grill. So the only reservations we were able to get were at five, but that was fine. We um, 
we headed over there and we happened to catch the sunset just right, a beautiful sunset. Um, we had a wonderful waiter. The service was fantastic. And he really worked with us on what we wanted to order. We're, we're not huge eaters. Um, and their entrees are quite expensive. And that's not really the part of the meal that I enjoy the most. I tend to like the appetizers and the desserts. So, um, you know, we told him that and he helped us choose the right amount of uh, combinations of, of, I think we did a, um, we did a flatbread pizza. They had like a kale, I don't remember what else was on it, but they had like a, it was like a kale pesto um, flatbread pizza. And let's see, what else did we get? Oh, they had wontons, a short rib wonton. And then we got a salad that had uh, goat cheese and candied walnuts and uh, that ended up being enough, a glass of wine for me. And our waiter was just very patient and walked us through it all. Um, so we had a really nice time. And then um, we did get dessert and I had cappuccino and we had the creme brulee for dessert, which was actually a little disappointing. Um, but uh, when we left there, it was we were probably there about an hour and a half. So maybe we left there 6.30, maybe quarter to seven. Um, and the fireworks that night were at eight. They do have a viewing area which is just outside of the restaurant. So you actually, if you're, um, when you come up the elevator to go to um, California Grill, to get to the viewing area, you actually have to walk through the restaurant. So if you show your receipt down at the check-in area, uh, I think it's on like the third level, um, they'll take you back up to see the fireworks. So that's what we did. We showed up, you know, like five of eight. They brought us up in the elevator. You walk through the restaurant and uh, you have your little spot out in there. Um, is it just standing room only? It is standing room. It's it's like a long, thin, it's almost like a bridge, mm-hmm. which I didn't see. Look down the other end. I don't think it really connects anything. Um, but it's cool. if So if you look in one direction, you watch the fireworks over the um, over the castle. But they're actually, they, they come up more like over Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look in the other direction, you're over the big, like, whole skylight area of the contemporary. So you just, like, look down and it's, you know, this, the lobby. Cool. It's kind of neat. You're really, it, you're quite um, high up. So mm-hmm. that was kind of neat. So yeah, they pipe in the music. It was nice. Um, we didn't go to the park, any either any of the parks that day, because uh, it was just the two of us. We were waiting for Tony and Lily to get in late that night. We uh, spent the day at the Yacht Club where we um, checked in that day. We had spent the night before at All Star Movies. And then... The uh, Bell Services moved our luggage for us, which was really nice. And we got to try the Skyliner. We, you know, rode the Skyliner around a little bit and we checked in and we got to um, sort of cruise around the Lazy River at that beautiful pool at the Yacht Club, which we've never um, done before. So it was, a, it was a nice day. We had ice cream for lunch from Beaches and Cream from the takeout window. The newly expanded Beaches and Cream. Yeah, it's what pretty big inside. What did you think of the new Beaches and Cream? We didn't go inside. Um, I sort of leaned my head in and took a look. It's a lot bigger. They can definitely accommodate more. We were there. It was probably like 11, 1130 when we first walked by. I think if I had asked at the podium, they probably could have seated me. Uh, but I don't – I like Beaches and Cream, but for me it's all about the ice cream. And by the time I eat one of their burgers – I'm not going to be able to eat the ice cream. Right. Uh, Isabel and I shared a No Way Jose, the um, peanut butter sundae. And we th- between the two of us, we couldn't finish it. And that was we ate that for lunch. So I can't imagine if we had tried to eat real food before we On ate that. that right. Yeah, it never would have happened. So. And then, of course, Lily and I showed up at like 1130 at night. You did. Yeah. I know. But such, yeah. Such a fun night. Eh, sorry, you didn't get to do all that. All right. Now back to the news. Let's segue out of Cheryl's vacation memories and get back to the news. 
All right. Um, Pixar Luxo ears by Loungefly are now available in Disney World. That's right. They have been spotted over at uh, Hollywood Studios and uh, at, at Mickey's of Hollywood. And these are some really cool uh, ears. They look like the Luxo ball from the from Pixar, from Pixar uh, which is the yellow ball with the red star and the blue stripe around it. Uh, they're sequined ears, so they're nice and shimmery. Uh, and then it has a black black headband. Yep. Um, and that is retailing at what cost? $29.99. As all of the ears are, unless they're by like a super designer. Yeah, I actually thought they might be more because they were lounge fly. Mm-hmm. But they're not. They're $29.99. Excellent. Um, the Epcot Experience, which is the old Odyssey building. Um, and that's where the preview center is for the new Epcot. It now has... Where it's getting is, is it already there? A location for a quick service? The location is there. They're using it for Festival of the Arts to serve some light items. Okay. Uh, but rumor has it that there is a new menu that is going to debut, um, and they are going to start serving um, uh, flatbreads, chickens, uh, nuggets, salads, and desserts. And it is going to be known as Eats at the Epcot Experience. Uh, it's going to open. There's no firm date yet, but it's going to open when uh, Taste Track Burgers and Fries, uh, which is a small kiosk over by Test Track, uh, opens up. And, uh, you know, they're closing the electric umbrella and they want to have uh, some quick service, loca- additional quick service locations uh, to offset the closing of those restaurants. Yeah, that makes sense. That I'm restaurant. sure that it'll probably be the opening of those will be in conjunction with the closing of uh, the electric umbrella. Correct. Is my guess. Okay. Um, you know, they were rumor was they were supposed to put a star, uh, Starbucks in there back in 2018. They gutted it completely mm. and uh, opted not to. And they op- they did open up what is what people think is the temporary Starbucks uh, as you head towards Canada. But it's not open showcase. yet. Oh, oh no, it's, it's that, open. that opened two or three said, weeks well, ago. What do you said? You said what people think is. Did I? Yeah. I'm gonna have to review it and delete that. <laughs> All right. Um, and then they, let's see, Fox Studios is being renamed. That's Disney right. Disney Company is not happy with calling it Fox Studios anymore. Well, it's not that they're not happy, but they did purchase 20th Century Fox uh, for $71.3 billion last March. So you think they earned the right to rename it They've earned the right to rename it. So uh, what used to be 20th Century Fox and Fox Searchlight Films have now been renamed to 20th Century Studios and Fox Searchlight, I'm sorry, and Searchlight Pictures. So they've just taken the Fox off of both of those. Uh, 20th Century Fox originally uh, came around in 1935 uh, as a merger, a result of a merger from the Fox Film Corporation and 20th Century Pictures. Hmm. So They're uh, kind of back to the 20th Century Pictures part. Right. So as a part of their evolution, uh, they have lost the Fox name. Uh, the cool thing is, is that uh, the Fox films, um, a couple of them have been uh, nominated for Oscars this year. So even though Disney was not really involved in the pre-production, um, they were owned by Disney at the time of release. So Disney gets the Oscar buzz um, for, let's see here, Jojo Rabbit, Breakthrough, and Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, so Jojo they, Rabbit's like nominated for a ton of things. Yeah. I feel like I need to watch it just because I it's, need to know what's quirky. going on. Very quirky. I'll probably hate it, but I feel like I just want to see it. I right. hate watching the Oscars and not having seen any of the movies. Right. Well, this will make now, let's see, I'm 52. So this will be 52 straight years I have not seen all of the Oscar nominees for Best Picture. I, I, I keep saying this. I'd like to go back and watch them all um, 
starting from the beginning. All well, the you better, you better, not the nominees, you not hurry. all the nominees. For, well, no. Just well, every year, I, yes, every year I say I would like to watch all the nominees for Best Picture, but I also say at some other point in the year I would like to go watch back from the first year that the Oscars in the '30s and watch right. each Oscar winner. Right. Exactly. Yes, I get what you're. I smell what you're cooking. Yes, I'm and I, have, I talk about it all the time, and I've never done it. Maybe when the kids are out of the house, and I have and, nothing but time. Uh, and you have nothing but your husband to to deal with. Right. All right, and in one of we will close it out today with one of Cheryl's favorite topics. And that is the Central Florida Theme Park Injury Report for fourth quarter 2019. Yes. Yeah, so we went over this, well, three months ago, I guess, um, with the last time it came out. So this time it's just, the, you know, the new ones because um, last time I think a bunch of people actually went to the link and checked it out to see all the things that had happened. It went way back um, many years, I think into like the 90s. Right. Um, but this time... For this quarter, it looks like in the Magic Kingdom on December 10th, there was an 89-year-old female guest with a pre-existing medical condition that experienced a temporary loss of consciousness Ooh. while riding Space Mountain. Who puts an 89-year-old woman on Space Mountain? Not me. No. I don't even mm-hmm. want to put a 52-year-old man on Space right? Mountain. Right? I actually, we, read, we rode Space Mountain when we were there on Monday. We did one day in... Um, the Magic Kingdom for Lily's birthday. We were only there for what we got there at. We got in maybe 9.30 and we were gone by 4. Yep. So we weren't there that long. But the very first thing we did to try to get in, it was really busy, really, really busy. Um, But we did Space Mountain first. And I came off of it, I'm 43, thinking like, there's not that many more times I'm going to be able to ride this. Right. Like, I need to enjoy this because, you know, three or four more times... I don't think I'm going to be able to take it. Like, my body's not going to be able to handle this. So 89 years old, like, who's right. thinking this is a good idea? Maybe she thought it was just a, a train ride around the park. Maybe. What uh, What do you think the top speed of Space Mountain is? 45 miles an hour. 28 miles an hour. Wow. Not fast. No, no but it's in the dark, you know, so you're whipping around corners fairly fast, and right. you just, you can't predict it. And right. Well, yeah, you can't predict it. That's the whole reason is because it's dark. I know. Like, if it wasn't a dark, if it wasn't in the dark... It wouldn't be uh, bad. It wouldn't be bad. No. But because you can't see where you're going or right. where you're headed. Yeah. It can be a little tricky with your neck and your back and all those kinds of things. Yes. Um, at Hollywood Studios on October 5th, a 39-year-old female guest with a pre-existing medical condition felt dizzy and had trouble with equilibrium after riding Star Tours. That could be me. That could be you. I know. I hate Star Tours. Not. I mean, it's a great ride, but it just makes me feel ill every time. Um, and October 8th at Hollywood Studios, a 66-year-old male guest with a pre-existing condition um, felt ill after being on Star Tours. Yep, that's a common thing, mm-hmm. I guess. And then October 31st, a 46-year-old female guest experienced severe head pain, illness, and vomiting after riding Rock and Roller Coaster. Hmm. So that's it at Disney World. Uh, nothing at Epcot, nothing at Animal Kingdom. There's a couple of things in Universal uh, October 22nd, a 30-year-old male guest experienced chest pain after riding an attraction. But there was it doesn't say which one, so right. who cares. Um, and then a 44-year-old female had motion sickness after riding Despicable Me. Uh, Islands, of Ad- Islands of Adventure, a 57-year-old female had motion sickness after riding Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. And a 78-year-old male guest suffered a knee injury after riding Harry Potter in The Forbidden Journey. Hmm. Any injuries at Legoland? No. Bush Gardens had a 67-year-old male guest who felt bilateral knee pain on the train. Ooh, that's not just lateral knee pain. That's bilateral knee yes. pain. Yes. Uh, any, any injuries at Gatorland? I don't see any. Nobody was eaten by a gator this quarter. Excellent. And, of course, those have to be filed um, in order 
uh, they file these with OSHA on a quarterly basis in order to, I think, uh, forego having to get around the actual they're, inspections. They're large enough that they have their own safety departments. Right. We actually know someone who works in the safety department, I don't know. we? Isn't that cool? I know. All right. So uh, that's all the news for today and some vacation memories uh, interspersed within that. So until tomorrow, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.